Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, Monica Love, it's just you and me. And Hello, Larry. Hello. How are things? So, you know, it's interesting. I was just talking to one of the producers here. So, Joe Manchin, uh, basically a good guy. Um. He told me last Monday, all right, we got Steve Moore, uh, that he's going to get a permit bill which will permit fossil fuel development, production, drilling, pipelines, refiners. He's going to get a permit bill. And that was part of the deal with, with, um, with Chuck Schumer. So here's what happens. It's just so great. So <laughs> – Dan Sullivan, Senator Dan Sullivan, Alaska, has a great bill, a resolution, using the Congressional Review Act to repeal, overturn the Biden's anti-permitting. They basically stopped the Trump permitting one to two years. And that passed. Every Republican voted for it. And every Democrat voted against it, except Manchin. Manchin voted for the Sullivan resolution. Okay, that's good. But here's the problem. Every Democrat voted against it. And as soon as the bill, the resolution passed, this would have overturned the anti-permitting. The White House put out a circular that said basically if it ever passed the House, they'd veto it. Now, that is what you call a leading indicator. Okay, so that mansion, I don't know what he was smoking or what he was dreaming, but he will not get his permits. And yet, Monica Crowley he has thrown in with this ridiculous uh, anti, whatever it's called, Inflation Reduction Act, which would do no such thing. What do you make of that? I mean, is that political naivete or is there something going on underneath that that we don't know about? Well, uh, Larry, first of all, it's great to be with you and Steve Moore, two of my favorite men of all time. So thank you for having me. By the way, have you had Um, Steve Moore on your podcast? Because I can't make the cut. I just wanted if Steve made the cut. Stop. I I need to stop this disinformation right now, Larry. Yes, Steve Moore has been on my podcast. Oh, my God. I recently invited you on and you could not make it. I don't want to be thrown under the bus by you, Larry Kudlow. You know how much I love you. And you will be on my podcast for sure. For sure. Um, So when we get back to Manchin, I think it's either one of two explanations. Either he's really that stupid to believe the Democrats' word. Oh, we give you our word that we're going to go forward with this permitting, with this pipeline and the rest. Either he's really that dumb that he's believed their nonsense, their promises to him, or he knows that they're not going to follow through and simply doesn't care. He just needed the political cover to go down the road of this Inflation Reduction Act, which actually should be called the Another Nail in America's Coffin Act, because <laughs> this thing is just or the Obscene Spending Taxes and, and Crazy Inflation Act, because the idea that they want to spend another trillion dollars 
uh, and that's not going to contribute to a weakening economy and skyrocketing inflation even more is patently absurd. So they know what they're doing, Larry and Steve. They just don't care. And so the idea that that Manchin was might have been going along with this the whole time and wanted to squeeze out as many promises, as many sweetheart deals for himself and his state as he could, that that's usually how the political game is played. But Larry, to your point, the Democrats have no intention on delivering yeah. this stuff for Manchin None. or West Virginia. I mean, Steve Moore, the whole bill is anti-fossil fuels. The whole bill is kill fossil fuels. Everything. And by the by. This bill gives the EPA tremendous new authority to regulate greenhouse gases, which up to now they have not had. That was the basis of the West Virginia EPA Supreme Court decision. Yeah, yep. Through you know, through various means, they will have much more money and much more authority now to go after all greenhouse gases, including, you know, the utility generation system. So this is, you know, for Joe Manchin, who's from an oil and gas and coal state, man, I just never understood this. Never understood it. Yeah, well, good to be with both of you guys. Thank you, Monica, for the kind words. And I was I was thrilled uh, uh, to be on your podcast. And Larry, congratulations. You're number one. Cudlow, oh. <laughs> number one on Fox Business. So fantastic. Congratulations. It's amazing. How many how long has, have you been doing that show now? But, well, the show is yeah. about a year and a half old. Year, yeah, yeah. And the last Amazing. five months, the last five months, we've been the number one rated business show for all, all networks, CNBC, Fox. You know why? Because you have Monica Crowley on all the time. That's why. Have you uh, like, and Monica yeah, and Liz yeah. Peake, who's so, not here today. You guys are making the show. You're making the show. So um, I was listening. I was watching Fox News earlier, um, and they had uh, – the Senator Warner from um, Virginia, yeah, who moderate. masquerades as kind of a moderate, yep. uh, although there there aren't any one lesson we've learned, I think, over the last 18 months. Unfortunately, there is no such thing as a moderate Democrat anymore. But he was making this claim that this is an all of the above energy bill. Mm. Now, that's laughable. Mm. <laughs> this is a bill that that the, the, the number one industry that is absolutely clobbered by this bill is the coal industry. Hmm. That coal industry is going to get decimated, and we still get, you know, a lot of our energy from coal. We get about thirty-five percent of our. Uh, it used to be about fifty percent, and we still get about a third of our electric power from coal. And coal is necessary as a backup, even if even if you want to switch to other forms of energy, you need coal as a backup. So, natural gas gets hit hard here, and I I agree with exactly what you and Monica were saying that. I don't care what kind of handshake deal Joe Manchin got. Does anybody believe that this energy department and this EPA under Joe Biden is going to do anything but use the authority under this bill to put a dagger right into the heart of, of our uh, of our fossil fuel industry? And I want to make one other point. We are this is so tragic. We are now to the left of Europe mm. on these climate change policies. It's like a some kind of weird religion has taken over in the Democratic Party where they're completely subservient to the radical environmentalists. So like, we all want clean air and clean water and open spaces and parks, but this isn't the environmental movement of our of our of our parents. I mean, they are trying to decimate our free market system and move to a form of energy which the rest of the world is moving against. China, by the way, is building 40 
new mega coal plants as we speak. Well, your your point on Europe is important. Europe has reclassified natural gas uh, as clean. clean. That's correct. As green. And it is clean. And it is clean. And it's actually, I think, you know, nat gas and nuclear, that's the future for the next hundred years. Yes, I agree. Monica, let me go back and enlarge this. If you look at the authority and power they're giving the EPA, if you look at the authority and power uh, they're giving uh, the government with respect to drug price controls, uh, if you look at the authority and power uh, they're giving, I mean, they want to expand Obamacare subsidies. It's going to cost about $250, $300 billion at least before it's all said and done. If you look at the authority they're giving the IRS, Monica, my take is this bill, put, put aside the smaller debates about inflation, which have been discredited. This is about central planning. This is about big government socialism. This is about redistributionism. This has nothing to do with economic growth, nothing to do with prosperity, nothing to do with curbing inflation. This is essentially another democratic attack on the free enterprise system. This is central planning socialism. Every single part of this is central planning socialism. Yes, and I'm so glad that you raised the bigger point, the bigger objective of all of this, Larry, because I've been screaming this from the rooftops for many, many years uh, to get people to understand that the Democrat, I call them the Democrat communists because this is really communism. And it's just, you know, communism never dies. It just gets rebranded. So all of this is just rebranded neo-Marxism, neo-communism. You know, you laid out all of the government agencies that are now being empowered to go way beyond their initial uh, objective, their initial agenda. And, you know, my first job was with former President Nixon during the last years of his life. And one of the things he and I talked about often was the EPA, because Nixon began the EPA. And Nixon said to me, look, at the time, in the late 60s, early 70s, we had all of these headline stories about dirty water and dirty air and corporations just dumping toxic chemicals and drinking water and so on. So the agency was created strictly for those two reasons, to make sure our air was clean and our water was clean and drinkable. That's it. And Nixon in the in the mid-1990s was talking to me about how the EPA just got completely hijacked mm. by the left by, and by the uh, Democrats and, and by the federal government to take on things that were completely unrelated. I raise that example because what we have seen over the last couple of decades from the left, but it's been mission creep by the Republicans who have failed to stop it, is the complete empowerment of the administrative state. And the reason that the left wants all of these executive agencies empowered to do things way beyond their original uh, mission is because that is the way to get around our constitutional system. That's the way to get around elected representatives that are supposed to give voice to the people. And what we want, it is the permanent bureaucracy that just carries out this radical agenda day in and day out with the ultimate objective of fundamentally transforming the nation away from economic liberty and toward this neo-Marxist model. I mean, Steve Moore, it's just interesting to me when you step back away from the specifics. I mean, EPA, IRS, Medicare, uh, and so forth. But really, the Democrats are the party of central planning. The Democrats are the party of the regulatory state. 
Uh, Steve uh, Forbes called it modern socialism to the regulatory state. That's where they're coming from. The Democrats have no interest in growth, no interest in prosperity, no interest in price stability. None of that's in here. And it's in general a war. It's so sure it's a war against uh, fossil fuels, but it's a war against free market capitalism. It's a war against the free enterprise system. It's a war against rewarding success. I mean, it's a war against the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. That's what they're representing. And I always ask, is this really the best America can do? And the answer is no. And the answer is that's why they're going to be rejected in November, I, I hope. Dave, you there? Oh, I was just saying that the, I agree with everything you guys were just saying. And I think the biggest change I've seen in my lifetime, you know, I've been in Washington now for three decades, is you know, that when I first came to Washington, there were a lot of reasonable Democrats. We used to, we used to work with all the time. I remember, remember the 1986 Tax Reform yep. Act? Yep. That was people like Bill Bradley and Dick Gephardt and smart Democrats. We didn't always agree with them. But, you know, they passed a bill. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, 1986, a bill passed, I think, 97 to 3 in the Senate to lower tax rates and get rid of all the loopholes, as many of the loopholes as we could. And it was fantastic. And Reagan signed it. It was overwhelmingly bipartisan. Uh, the rate then was 28 percent. Larry, how many Democrats in Congress do you th- think today would vote for a 28 percent tax rate? Mm, zero. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Not one. I mean, it's, it breaks my heart to say this. Now, Tom Phillipson, who you work with at the White House, uh, and I have a piece in The Wall Street Journal on Monday, basically saying what this bill does that we've been talking about is it takes up roughly 250 to 300 billion dollars from our pharmaceutical industry, mm-hmm. which saves lives, gave us Operation Warp Speed, the vaccine that saved a million lives across the world. It has come up with incredible innovations uh, in in cancer treatments and on and on. And, and we're taking the money from an industry that is incredibly hyper productive and mm-hmm. saves millions of lives. And we're going to give that $300 million to the green energy lobby, the climate change industrial complex, mm-hmm. which basically after 40 years still produces only 6% of our energy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the biggest waste of money in history. By the way, Tomas was just, just on. He was just on this show talking about that very subject. Yeah. And incidentally, ironically, I mean, with drug price controls through Medicare, which is more central planning, of course, um, Drug prices have basically been flat for four years. They have. And for a couple of those years, they actually fell. Why? Because uh, Gottlieb, uh, the FDA commissioner, Scott Gottlieb, deregulated generics and provided yeah. fantastic competition. The only increases in drug prices are the brand new high end, you know, solutions. Uh, to essentially death diseases. So, yeah, they're going to pick up. They're going to have higher prices. Uh, and then it'll come down again, uh, which is the whole uh, point. Uh, that's the whole evolution of these things. And, yeah. and that's what they're aiming at. But now they're going to have price controls throughout the entire industry, which is crazy. By the way, if you want to if you want to bring down drug prices and you guys did, you guys did do that in the, the Trump administration. This was Scott exactly Gottlieb, right. by my name. He's a very important yeah. guy, smart guy. And you and you did something else, which is one of Trump's great, great initiatives, which doesn't get enough credit, which is the right to right to try. 
right, to try oh, drugs that, you know, right. and I love right. that. But my right. point is, here's something that would actually reduce uh, drug prices. Why don't we get rid of the idea that everything has to be prescription drug? Why can't you just have more drugs sold over the counter at discounts? That So that there's an air way. We, but why are we treating an industry, Larry, that is, as I said, saved millions and millions and millions of lives as some kind of, you know, villain industry. Mm. I mean, I'm on with these people, you know, uh, you uh, on Fox, and they, oh, this, these people are price gouging, and they're a terrible, you know, these people are horrible in the pharmaceutical industry. And I'm like, come on, tell me one industry. Do we want to win the race for the cure for cancer and heart disease and, and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's? How about Who oper- else is going to do it? How about you know? Operation Warp Speed? Exactly. No good deed goes unpunished in modern yeah. day Washington, D.C., yep. a.k.a. the D.C. swamp. Look, at, I just want to say this. Um, this expansion of the IRS, again, this is part and parcel of what Monica was talking about. Uh, big government socialism, central planning, the regulatory state, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the thing. I don't care how many agents you can put on 10 million agents. The problem here is not that Americans are cheats. They are not tax cheats. They're law abiding. The problem here is nobody understands the tax code. And one of the key points to that, which is being repeated in spades in this uh, terrible bill, is the proliferation of tax credits, which, uh, by the way, that includes refundable tax credits, which is just check. It's all tax credits with all kinds of rules and regulations and income uh, income limits and so forth. Nobody understands this stuff. It's spending through the tax code, which has wrecked the tax code. That's what's causing the problems with this. It's not as the Democrats would say that people are all a bunch of tax chiefs, particularly rich people. It's about the tax code that they have ruined. Yes, and you will never hear that from them because they prefer this labyrinthine complex tax code because they like to present it to the American people like only they can understand it. And therefore, only they can enforce it to the IRS and the Treasury Department will be enforcing this. It's the way the ruling class keeps control over everything. They've always argued, well, this governing is so complex and so complicated that only we Mm. can do it. That's why. One of the reasons why one of the many reasons why they hated Trump, because Trump had never done any of this before. And he walks into the presidency and he actually starts solving America's problems, making them all look bad and saying, hey, you know, if you've got a brain in your head, you could actually do this job. You don't have to be part of the ruling class. They hate that. But you're exactly right on the tax code. There's an easy solution to this, Larry and Steve, which you both know very well. And our good friend Steve Forbes has been talking about this for decades, which is a flat tax. Right. You know, you do a straightaway flat tax. Simple. You debate the percentage, but it's simple. It's there. It applies to everybody at the same rate. And it's done. But they will never, never do that again because they, it's to their advantage in the ruling class to have this kind of complex tax code. And again, I would just point out a broader point, and it, it applies to the IRS and taxes, but applies across the board. They, th- this, is, this is how they maintain control over all of us, is that they exercise this power through these government agencies mm. and, again, try to keep you as off balance as possible. No, the biggest that's winners. That's how they move the radical agenda forward. The biggest winners in this bill is things like the EPA and the IRS. What does that tell you? Steve Moore, yep. the, other, um, the Democrats assume 
that successful people uh, are cheating. They just assume that. And so we have to do something about it and we have to hire 87,000 more. They just assume that. And the other point I want to make is remember Lois Lerner. The IRS (laughs) is going to – these – come on. They're going to go after conservative groups and religious groups and pro-life groups, right? We've seen this movie before. And that's what they – they are gilding this lily. This is going to be strictly partisan stuff. You wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, uh, you don't have to imagine that they're going to do this. It's not a conspiracy that you're talking about, a conspiracy theory. I mean, it happened under Lois Lerner. By the mm-hmm. way, she never testified and she was never put in jail. She, she violated the law. She should be in jail. Uh, the, the Republicans should have investigated that. For those who don't know what we're talking about, she was one of the heads of, head of enforcement at one of the major IRS uh, bureaus, and she basically just targeted any any Republican donor or big conservative donor. Um, they've done that already, right, Monica, with the Justice Department and the FBI. They've politicized, they've weaponized those agencies. Mm-hmm. So it's not a stretch to think they'll do exactly the That's same what thing they're do. at the IRS. This, and, yeah. you know, the tax problem, the so-called underreporting problem will never be solved unless we have a simplified tax code. Yeah. It has nothing to do with cheating and underreporting. And, you know, Democrats just assume that successful people have uh, broken the rules. Anyway, Steve Moore, Monica Crowley, thank you, kids, on a Saturday. We really appreciate it.